Hey, what's up? This is Community Service with Greg Conan. That's me. Are we rolling? Is the yes. film going? Oh, yeah. Hey, what's up? Look at this. I got my twin Hell right yeah. here, Mike Falzone. Look at that. Who's who? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Good bit. Right off the bat. Uh, community service, Craig Conan. I got my lovely positive friend here who just came out of nowhere. You came out of left field. As far and as you just you invited me. <laughs> <laughs> you told me it was okay. To come. Oh, yeah, I gave you my address. <laughs> I did text you. That's right. No, I, was I like show up at one, and all of a sudden he's fucking here. <laughs> he's fucking here. Are you Mexican too? I am not Mexican. I can pass. I'm Mexican passing though. What are you? I'm Italian. <laughs> oh, I'm like one of <laughs> one of fourteen Italian people. On Where's this my coast. mascarpone? Is that a word? I mean, it sounds like it could be. That's all that matters. <laughs> you can't go making up Italian desserts. Hey, mascarpone. Mascarpone. That's a word. It feels like one. You're thinking of Ma- Massimo and Al Capone. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, great. The gardener's here. Fantastic. Oh, shit. Perfect time. There's we, no way you could hear we that. We just part- started the podcast. <laughs> Hey, Chris, will you shut that window, yeah. please? Blow out the candle. I think that's what's oh. making that noise. That's, uh, that's, uh, that's my uh, cousin, uh, Pedro Gustavo. Oh, shit, player. Um, anyways, uh, so we're getting heckled by a leaf blower. The difference that and, uh, old window makes. Good thing they turned it on by the window for about an hour, and we just started. <laughs> Fantastic. That's perfect. We'll be Fuck. finishing up at the, at the same time. Yeah. And then... Um, no, I mean, you came out of left field that uh, I'd never seen you before. And then all of a sudden, I've seen you every day of my life. I like that. A lot of people say that. And that's like, my favorite. Where did you come from? My favorite credit that's happened in my career is yeah. that people didn't know about me a little while ago. He's a delightful man, though. Usually, it's like, where'd you come from? Like, stay over there. You're like, come here. Give me a hug. Don't start no shit. He's a positive fuck face. Hell yeah. And uh, yeah, you had me on your show, and thank you. You made me do um, riffing, yeah, crowd, crowd work. work. Yeah, I'm scared of that, but it went really well. <laughs> it's different when tell. the audience, like when it's a crowd work show, the audience expects it. Yeah. So there's so many weird expectations that come along with that. Like all the comedians and the audience members think everyone's just shitting on each other the whole time, and then as soon as people realize it doesn't have to be like that, everyone has a really good time. Yeah. I mean, it still can be like that. Yeah, but it doesn't have to be. I just panicked and ended up yelling out prices from Trader Joe's yeah. and Pro- <laughs> Produce Skews. And Very on brand. It went well. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I was like, I don't know what to talk about. Imagine if you had to go on the road and do that every night. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> Put that knowledge to work. Speaking of crowd work, I want to talk about something that happened to me last night. Oh hell yeah! That fucking rocked my universe, dude, in a bad way. Oh no! So I hosted at the Hollywood Improv, the lab, the smaller, shittier room. People talk so much shit about that room. I like it there a lot. You're fucking insane. <laughs> You're insane. First of all, thank you, Hollywood Improv, for booking me and always letting me host. But that lab, you got to change something. Something's Make going on in there. <laughs> Something's fucking going on. I host so much there, and, and the lab is consistently not warm. It could be a very weird place. It wasn't designed for comedy. It was designed to be a bar, and then they changed it into a showroom, and uh, which is awesome. Two rooms, more shows, better for comedy. But I don't know what you gotta do. You gotta, you gotta do so. <laughs> that view is shared by a lot of comedians, and it, I've been trying to figure out what would make that place better. It's very dark, and the people are kind of right on top of you. They just need to redesign it. They gotta just fucking call in uh, uh, Cesar Chavez. I don't know. Like, <laughs> call in a redesigner man and fucking spruce up the goddamn joint. I was trying to think of the dog whisperer guy's name. That's the dog whisperer guy. Did I say the guy right? Isn't it? Caesar Milan. Caesar Caesar Milan. Caesar Chavez (laughs) was a a pioneer, uh, 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 revolutionary activist that that wanted uh, 
pay, equal fair pay for uh, workers, gardeners, and sure. strawberry pickers and whatnot. And he designed. He also designed. I don't the know why base. my brain works the way it does, <laughs> but it does. He just popped in. And I was like, I gotta say, Caesar Milan, but Caesar Chavez came out. Either, either way. God damn it, lawnmower. Fuck. <laughs> Should we pause it? Is it getting bad, Chris? I mean, it's it's definitely there. You can hear it. I say we well, use it. All right. Well, <laughs> fucking speaking of Cesar Milan, that's racist. <laughs> I'm half Mexican. I can say that even though I look white as fuck. Okay, you, so you have one Mexican parent and one white parent. My mom's full Mexican. My dad is whiter than white. Is he? What kind of white is your dad? He's German English. Oh, that's 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 as white as you could be. He's yeah. from Boston, and uh, that's another layer of white. That's a white, 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 white. <laughs> um, my mom's brown, downtown doo doo brown. <laughs> yeah, so I came out like this. Yeah, nice little mix. Back to this because I got to talk about this. Oh you yeah, see, yeah, that yeah. you had a situation that says that. So <laughs> I, 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 two shows the improv first show. I hosted. Normally, I have bad sets in the improv lab. It's just a tough room. It's a tough room. Most comics will s- agree. Not this <laughs> fucking guy. I'm still in the two eight out of to ten be there comics. Stage. Eight out of ten sets. Yeah. Not the best in the lab. It's work. It's a good workout room because you just you know okay. It's it's a, it's 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 the lab. It's yeah. called that for a reason. You work shit out, experiment and grow. I do like it for that. Not for hosting. Anyways, first show. I'm ebbing and flowing. I'm talking to the audience. I don't normally do this. Usually I just get to my act. I just do my shit, you know? And I'm I do like, you know, 60% riffing and raffing, you know? Not yeah. not <laughs> not fucking skeezing and measing. <laughs> <laughs> Coming in loose, baby. I was so I was like, wow, I'm growing as an artist. I don't normally do this. I fucking killed just riffing. It was nice. It yeah. was good. Second show. Tom's I'm not gonna take all the credit for that, but you did help. I'm sure it was 90 percent my show's fault. First, <laughs> this is the first crowd work show. Thank you. Sorry to steal your. It's okay, man. It. You did help. So you, you were doing 60 percent. It was going well. It might have been 70 percent. It just. <laughs> I'm telling you, I hardly touched a joke during my first set. I may have done one bit, mm-hmm. maybe two. It was. It was a lot of uh, crowd work and just running new material. And it went well in a difficult room, and it was awesome. Second show, Tom Segura, Donnell Rock. So for, let me say, Joe Rogan and Friends is in the main room, right? We're in the little room. So that Joe Rogan sells out everywhere. So all the his, energy is in so the all room. the energy is <laughs> over there. But all his buddies on the show, Tom Segura, Donnell Rawlings, uh, George Perez, Frank Castillo, everyone's hanging out in in this room. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, yeah, so uh, I bombed, I bombed, (laughs) I bombed, and I bombed. Like, I, like, started sweating, said, I don't know what to do. Oh, the out-of-body The out-of-body, I'm fucking (laughs) losing. I feel like throwing up on stage. What was the difference? And I even said, well, the room was shit. I mean, I'm not kidding. Uh, Eight out of eight comics bombed on that show. Yeah, yeah, Everybody went up there thinking, I'm going to get them. (laughs) No, you're not. No, you thought it was me? I got some chops, motherfucker. Right. It was horrible. No. It was horrible. It was said and stated by every comic on the show. Mm -hmm. Lori Kilmer. Martin, a brilliant. I she's love so her. She's so funny, so great. And she said, you know, I've seen a lot of brilliant comedians come up here and bomb. <laughs> and and then tonight. And like, tonight. <laughs> yeah. But I was just happened to be the only one that Tom Segura and Donnell Rawlings saw bomb. And Donnell was like, even like coaching me, like, it's all right, man. <laughs> Cause I even said, I was like, fuck, I'm bombing in front of my heroes, Donnell and Tom. He's like, it's all good, baby boy. And I was like, you're not helping. It's like, man. it's not the first time we've seen you. You're this. not helping. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, Donnell Rawlings is he's one of the greatest comedians alive right now, in my opinion. And he's also known as Ashley Larry from the Chappelle show. Yeah. And he's a fucking beast. Mm-hmm. And I watch him and over, he's one of the guys I can always watch. I was like, "Oh, Donnell's on! I'll run in the room." Yeah, and I bombed in front of him. and Tom too. Tom. Oh, they get it. <laughs> it was a rough. 
it was a rough one, dude. I ain't gonna lie. Do you think like, it was bad enough to stick out in their heads for the rest oh, of their lives? Oh, absolutely. They're gonna remember you oh, as that absolutely. guy. <laughs> Especially since I called them out and said I'm bombing in front of my heroes. I'm bombing and I like those guys a lot. <laughs> it did get a, it, it, it got a salvage chuckle from yeah, them only yeah. though. I mean, like, <laughs> if those are the people, yeah, you're you are. To. You're dying. <laughs> you're fucking dying, young man. I don't know who you are, and I don't want to know. Oh shit. <laughs> what if what if Thompson Girl was like, we would never be friends <laughs> <laughs> that might have gotten the biggest laugh of the this evening dude i remember this is a little weird because i know that you guys are homies but last time i was at the laugh factory uh it was a brian monarch show and chris D'Elia was also on the show and to this point he was just one of my favorite comedians and we had never really we have like mutual friends but we don't know each other at all and i got off stage and i had done really good and he goes good job it's very funny and i was like got him yeah got one no that that's that is something because I, well especially with him but almost all comedians there's just like we can't say good set unless you actually have a good set right. like if you bomb if you bomb i put my head down and go <laughs> like, i i I'll hide talk to you tomorrow cuz i it's a weird like we can't lie yeah, you know? and also too, he wouldn't have said that unless you really had a good set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's just a, it's. I it's, played it off as like maybe I just caught eyes with him at the right time and he couldn't avoid no, saying no, it. No, no, But he's also the type of person it seems like who wouldn't say it. If no, he, he won't say it unless you earned it. Yeah. As but most, feels, who comics. was the first like big comedian who was like good job to you? Do you remember the best I've ever felt because I know he doesn't do that to hardly anybody. Is I hosted at the Improv, the main room, and I had a fucking. For those of you who don't know, hosting's fucking hard. Mm -hmm. It's so hard. A lot of people don't want to do it. It's cold opening. It's bite. They call it biting the bullet because that's what you're doing. The audience is sitting down. They're ordering drinks. They're talking. Their server. They're literally being yeah. sat. They're thinking they're about their car. They're not used to the concept of stand up comedy. No. <laughs> it's like you have to make them comfortable. They're thinking about anything but comedy. They're thinking about work or ordering drinks or like I'm excited for whatever you know. The ex comic, not you. The famous fuck advertised, <laughs> yeah. not the host. There's gonna be someone from TV on yeah. pretty soon. Yeah. After this guy, not this Trader Joe's <laughs> farter motherfucker. <laughs> so We've heard all this stuff. It's before. really really hard. And then uh, I had a bomb ass hosting set at the Improv, which is not easy to do. Mm -hmm. And I got a couple of plot breaks. And uh, and then uh, Neil Brennan was next. And he he said to me, uh, it was like a uh, it was just made me feel all warm and fuzzy. He's like. I've seen you around a million times, never seen you go up. And he's like, good set, man. You're really funny. That's fucking And awesome. he shook my hand. And for those of you that don't know, uh, Neil Brennan, he's the co-creator of The Chappelle Show, and he's a brilliant writer. He writes with Ellen, and he's just the man. He's a fucking comedy guru motherfucker. And he's also... Uh, he would never say that. Like he, if he also he, seems like one of those people. He would. Sure. He would, like if I bomb, he'd be like, maybe you should quit. You know, <laughs> yeah. like he's an honest. Cool last night of comedy. He's just fucking. <laughs> his cards are on the table. He's honest, dude. You know, mm -hmm. and I know, uh, just a simple handshake and his kind words was my biggest credit to date. You know, yeah. like uh, that's something you can't get because that means so much to us. But yeah. you can't get brought up no, on yeah. stage by that. Neil like, Brennan Kirk shook Fox his hand. This guy's all right. <laughs> Nobody knows the weight of Neil such Brennan a simple shook thing. His hand once. <laughs> <laughs> Neil Brennan didn't hate this guy's set. Yeah. Craig Connor. But now he says hi to me in the hallways and before he did it. And and it sounds so elitist and classist and shitty no, but like man. that that's just how comedy is it's like the mafia and you work <laughs> your way up in levels of comedy 100%. and so now i got about 10 more years until donnell rawlings <laughs> and tom segura <laughs> will say hi to me so you can work of off the, that bomb but the thing is like if it's a hot show i won't bomb yeah it's you're just, not a bad comedian. It's just you're allowed the to bomb sometimes. Of the room, man. <laughs> Dude, that was the part that bummed me out the most when I started figuring out how everything worked. Like when I moved here like six or seven years ago, and then they're like, "You got to be at all the clubs all the time, and you have to just yeah. be hanging out, and then eventually people." We'll see you and they'll become it won't be so weird when like if you go up in front of them, they'll recognize you from just being around or whatever. And it was so hard to find the motivation to like go to these places and sit in silence for like three hours by myself. Like before I had I any homies or whatever. All the time, dude. Which it, part? To hang out. 
Yeah. It, 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 well, first of all, if you're fucking Rogan or Donnell, you don't need to hang out. Yeah, you anymore, already right? made you it. Know, you made it. <laughs> you're already rich. Check uh, your bank account. But if to, you're to see fucking you uh, hippie number one and hippie number two, <laughs> you need to fucking hang out. It's or in a lot of, of cases, just the same. Yeah. That's where one guy. <laughs> <laughs> we just morph into one guy, one mic. But yeah, it's super important. You have to hang out. All the time, out of sight is out of mind. You know, once you work your way up, if you're if you're a fucking writer, script motherfucker, you could stay home and you could write scripts and sell them. Sure, do that. We're not, or I'm not. No. From the looks of him, I'm he's just not excited. either. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool of you to think that I might be. That made yeah. me feel good too. So you got to hang out all the time. And and uh, back to what you're just saying, it took me. Two years. Like, people go, I don't feel comfortable at the comic. Shut the fuck up, you fucking <laughs> pussy-ass bitch. It took me two years of being the weirdo hippie in the corner that knew no one. And this is right as I started to get sober, too. Yeah. So not, I don't have a beer to crutch on. I don't have weed to puff on. I have none of that. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, I hope I get accepted. <laughs> two years to- later, I did. Yeah. Two years. That's fucking good. awkwardness. That's also pretty quick, man. Really? I think so. I mean, not Is to straight up dead silence awkwardness every night for two years. But how long did it take until people started passing you and being like, oh, what's up, Craig? On their way to like... Two years. Okay. <laughs> That's what I'm getting So at. now people kind of say I was the weirdo that just kind of went to the corner and hung out in the back. But when I started hanging out, the comedy store wasn't sold out every night. Mm-hmm. So I could get away by just popping in the OR and hanging out in the corner. Yeah, they get mad at you now. Yeah, now it's sold out and they're like, you got to move. Yeah. yeah. Before the whole back uh, right or left corner was all comics. Mm-hmm. And you could just hang out and watch. They sell those seats now. And now they sell tickets. Somebody has a terrible <laughs> one or two Look people what you did, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Selling what out you, all the rooms every like night. What you did by but now comedy. I've hung out so long. I don't want to watch comedy anymore. It's a weird thing. Do you <laughs> find that a lot? Like, you won't watch a lot of people? Yeah, I can't anymore. Like, uh, I can certain comics I could watch, but, uh, you know. If somebody's running new material, like I go watch anybody, it's like, oh, it's a new set. I'll go watch for mm-hmm. sure. But once I've seen it, I've seen it. Right. Unless it's somebody like Rory Scovel, who's always doing something different, I can't watch. Mm-hmm. Except for select few. Like I could always watch Bill Burr, Donnell Rawlings, um, Sebastian. Yeah. There's just a couple motherfuckers you could watch a million times. I don't know what it anyone is. Anyone who's them. amazing, anyone who gives you that weird feeling in your stomach. Well, you're just like, oh, I could learn so much from this. Mm-hmm. But any beast, I could still watch. But once I've seen it, I've seen it, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, this has been okay. Community Service. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Let's wrap it up. We always hit a couple lulls with me. I just kind of <laughs> stare in the space. No, I didn't really I help you either. I apologize energy. for that. Thanks. I'll always watch my friends, too, because there's no... As somebody who's like in a really good mood, especially if I had a really good set, I'll sit through everybody, especially my friends, because I'll either be like, great job, you're my friend, you're doing great up there, or they're eating shit and they're my friend. I love watching and that friends makes struggle. Me laugh I love so it. It's like, much. ooh, Mike's gonna bomb. Let's watch this. <laughs> I love it. Have I, love I ever watching straight crush, up too. bombed in front of you? What? I I've done not great in front of you, but have I bombed in front of you? I don't think so. I haven't I'm seen to you enough. I bombed recently at a at a it was like a wine winery. Wino Vino? It was a Wino Vino. No, no, no. I love that fucking place. That's a good little the, place. It was a winery in like Malibu. And it was gigantic and made out of cement. And there were eleven people there and the median <laughs> age was like eighty seven. Oh, old white people are my kryptonite, dude. <laughs> I know I'm gonna bomb. I know I'm gonna bomb. They're like, What the fuck? They're just kid? disappointed in you as soon as you get out of here, dude. <laughs> what happened? They're this disappointed point? upon seeing my face. I'm the son that they had that they hate. <laughs> and, oh, I had one of you. He disappointed everything. Bring on the sketch comedians. Yeah. Oh man, they fucking. <laughs> I'm you've been fine doing with good? bombing. This is in front of my <laughs> yeah. heroes. It was in front of my heroes. And the fact that they didn't stick around long enough to see that uh, every single human being bombed on that show. If they know anything <laughs> about that room, oh, they know. They know. Oh, I just fucking died. I haven't. I haven't. Uh, first of all, 10 minutes. It was 10 minutes. 
usually on 10 minute set i go oh that's it and twice during this set i go boy this is a long set (laughs) (laughs) where's the light at once every five minutes (laughs) the longest was it packed in there it was packed in there because no it was not no it was like 12 fucking miserable souls you know what bums me out and i don't know enough about the business side of stuff to hook any of this up but what bums me out is like the comedy stores, all the rooms are filled up because there's like standby tickets everywhere, right? Because everybody just wants to be there. Yeah. Are there standby tickets for the improv so that if yes the and no. Uh, there up? is standby tickets, but usually it's only for a, a you know a powerhouse like Rogan or some shit. Sure. It's not. Uh, Come for Rogan. Sure, there is standby crack. tickets, but it's usually when only a big enough name is on the lineup that sure. where they have that power where that actually happens. It should say on the ticket like. Here's your ticket to see your powerhouse uh, stand up, uh, selling out a stadium comedian. Yeah. And also, but if you don't get in, here's five trying their best. (laughs) (laughs) You want to see a host struggle? (laughs) Get over here. You want to enjoy pain? (laughs) You want to see jokes that have been to an open mic three or four times this week? God. Do you want to see a part of a soul die a little bit? <laughs> then go see, in the lab and watch Craig Conant host <laughs> right now. You want to see how comedians get bitter? Just <laughs> check us out in the lab. Do you want? Do you want to see how comedians uh, come to accept death? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's true. It's like death. Why am I scared of you? I already died forty nine times it's on not stage. Not that bad, man. That room I is not that you. bad. People Death hate is that bliss room. After that, people hate that room so much, and people hate, like you were saying, new comics hate hosting, and new comics hate biting the bullet. But I love that shit. And it makes you better. You might suck. It might feel like shit no, okay. that night. I I loved it. I first of all, I know my role, and and you know maybe uh, people watching me think of me at a different status. Oh, and no, I, I appreciate think- you for that. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I heard where that was going. But uh, the fact of the matter is I have a 14-year-old Camry and no kitchen. So uh, let's just be real here. I'll take what I could fucking get. We'll you take know? the car out of the house. I'll take hosting and biting the bullet. But that's my way on to shows. And I tell new comics, I was like, dude, like, you just say I'll call open or I'll host because nobody mm-hmm. wants to. Nobody yep. wants to because it's fucking hard. And then you get really good by be be able in the uh, being able to flex that muscle because it's it is hard, dude. If you're a new comic and you're good at hosting, everybody wants you to do that shit yeah. because you set the tone for the show and you make everybody's job. But a guess what? Easier. After uh, biting the bullet and hosting for about three years now, <laughs> how about a spot? How about a middle of the lineup <laughs> kind of guy? You know, <laughs> how about some easy streets over here? But then. So what happens is when you cold open and host, which is the same shit as cold opening, is uh, you then when you then do get a normal spot, you're like, oh my god, this is easy, because <laughs> you're so used to such harsh circumstances. Yeah, dude, the last three times I've cold opened at the Laugh Factory, they've either gotten my name wrong or introduced me as the host of the show, like the guy going on next. So they're wrong and then wrong twice. Yeah. Usually twice in and one you, show. When you cold open, you only get five, right? Oh, on a good night. On a good night. So there's not <laughs> a, you get five maximum. So yeah. there's not even time to address it. In a good mood, you yeah. get five. And then no, there's really no time to save yourself. You're and just then, like, well, I'm guess I'm Mike Pete's alone, dude. I've <laughs> Mike eats alone again. Um, but I'm always like, I can't not say anything about it so i'll use my first three minutes to be like and eh, everything's all right you guys want to hear a half let's of let's get to a bit now that i got the light <laughs> y'all like premises you'll yeah. love the rest yeah, of the i show. got no time for a punchline <laughs> it's tough man it's supposed to be tough though i was talking to my dad Is on the way though? over here Is yeah it? yeah yeah because no. everybody wants to do it and the only there's no hierarchy to to hey, comedy. guess what? It's already tough. <laughs> it's already tough. Making somebody laugh every five seconds is an insane thing to do. Yeah, <laughs> or whatever, ten seconds. And then all the determinants on the way there. You know what's really strange about this business? So I'll I'll do a 
sold out show at the Laugh Factory and, and kill, and it's just line laugh, line laugh, and I'll feel like King Kong, and then I'll host the lab. <laughs> and it just fucking chin checks you. You're like, oh, you thought you were good? Get back down there, you little bitch. That's good. You're feeling good about yourself? Not anymore. <laughs> Better go rub CBD oil on your nutsack <laughs> yeah. to fucking feel. That That's what I did. I went note, home and I put the... CBD oil all over my crotch, and I wish that was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, I need to feel something good. Yeah. I wish you didn't need to do that. But sometimes yeah. that is actually the the doctors will tell you that's the only way to get over bombing is to you know what? some tingly lotion all Didn't over help you. at all. <laughs> yeah. Didn't help at all. I felt even more shame. You fall asleep next to the half used up Just jug of fucking oil on my dick. <laughs> God damn it. This place doesn't smell like someone who masturbates all the time. I really don't. I'm not a big man. I was for most of my life. Sure. I mean, you got to pass the time. (laughs) Uh, But uh, I I haven't been for several years. I've been too busy and getting pussy. Too busy to masturbate is a fun. That's a fun spot to (laughs) be. Yeah. (laughs) And I had a job and a career. And then I got uh, fired from Trader Joe's. And now uh, idle hands leaves (laughs) to the devil's work. (laughs) It's gone up a little bit. Price check on Craig's wiener. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, $2.99. Here I come. (laughs) And I just started whacking it more, you know? Hell yeah, man. Welcome back. I don't like whacking it. It's not. I'm fucking too old. It's it's annoying. Get sad at the end. God, you know, <laughs> speaking of whacking it, and I said getting pussy. Uh, yes, I love uh, women, vagina, and I'm not gay. And not that there's anything wrong with that. To quote the famous Seinfeld episode, sure. you're gay, suck a dick, suck a puss. Who cares? I don't Hell give yeah. a fuck. Hell yeah. Love whoever you love. Yeah. No hate here. But I noticed something <laughs> every time. I post, like, I just posted a a, a post where I, I look uh, gay, I guess, with the earring, and I'm like, yes. You can look sassy. <laughs> I thought it was funny. Yeah. Every time I do that, you homophobic fucking fan base that I'm happy to lose. <laughs> I, I lose so many followers. What? What's so many? A 50 to 100? You lose 50 to 100 people for looking sassy on a picture? Yeah. Every time. where I, It took like three or four of them for me to notice a pattern because yeah. I'm that slow. And I'm you like, know oh, what I'm happens? losing possible. They're flipping through their shit and it's like, hot girl, hot girl in the bikini, hot girl. Ooh, there's another one. Oh, oh that's no, Craig. That's Craig. <laughs> unfollow, unfollow. I wanted to fuck Craig. How that's his fault. lame are you <laughs> of a human being? You know? Just that's admit funny, that you want to, every time you see it. What if, that's true. That's true. What if I gave them a boner? Like, mistake, mistake. Yeah, oh, shit, shit. If that's the I case, you know, Craig. own it. Walking around for the rest you of the day. You want to fuck me. It's okay. I don't want to fuck Craig. You'd fuck me. I'd fuck me. <laughs> they're fucking their girlfriends. They're like, I don't want to fuck Craig, right? And they're like, what? <laughs> what? Every time. It's the unreal. What the fuck are you talking about? Uh, the... It's happened three times. First time I didn't notice. Second time I archived the post because I just posted it. Instantly numbers drop. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I, I was like, I need fans. This. I need a kitchen. I need a new car. Right, but you yeah. don't need those people. I don't need those people, and fuck those people. So if you unfollowed me for a sassy queen post, <laughs> uh, fuck you. Hell yeah. But Queen also, my favorite hey, rapper. go back and follow me and buy something that <laughs> yeah. I'm not selling. <laughs> buy something, then unfollow me. Yeah. Please. I found it uncanny and weird, uh, but I guess most of the world is still homophobic and I guess. sad reality. But you could also, you're oh. at the point in your career where you cultivate you. You're, yeah, you I put a certain amount of energy out and you'll get the same. I don't want back. those fans anymore, but after I saw the numbers drop, I almost archived <laughs> it again. But I was like, no, fuck those people. Those are bad people. Yeah. Those are bad people. I don't need them. I don't want them at a fan base. Yeah. Don't That's do anything sexy. I want people to see this podcast. <laughs> um, oh, and then one guy wrote, uh, he, wrote, he commented, where I'm from, this would be a case for aggravated assault. He uh, typed that out. He t- he typed that, commented, hit send, and then I responded will with sounds like you live in a shithole. <laughs> <laughs> and then he blocked me. <laughs> and he's like, "This is what I should have done." This before. guy was a fan and liked my comedy and followed me. And then yeah. I post that, and then he comments that, and then I comment that, and then he blocks me. Yeah, that's tough. It's tough to lose a good. Fan I went like to that. respond again, and I went to click on his page. <laughs> 
which was visible an hour prior, <laughs> and it said, this user not found. And I go, huh, huh it was Block City. So I blocked him back. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, Ellis Island, or whatever the fuck you were on that last post. Looks like someone got the boner treatment. It was an Ellis Island. <laughs> right? So it looks like someone got a boner from Queen Craig over here. That's, true. That's so weird. That's so weird. To each their own, I suppose. But now they're missing out on all your funny posts because they don't want to get confused. You know what's crazy? I was just thinking, you're an amazing guest, and you are just lobbing me up softballs mm -hmm. to hit out of the park. <laughs> and for the first time in my life, I've been a pretty good host today yeah. with driving the conversation, and I realize I don't need you today. <laughs> <laughs> Every other podcast. Dude, you could have gone solo I today. Die. Every <laughs> other podcast, I die, and I need you. And I look at my guest, help me carry this. <laughs> please. I, please. And yeah. today, I'm like, I'm on it. Dude, I'm you know what's real funny? I've been making like YouTube stuff and podcast stuff for the better part of like 10 13 years now and it's so funny to see because everyone has a podcast now and all these new comedians that are fucking like well not new comedians but new like to the internet you guys have been doing stand-up forever and you're so fucking funny and then you get to like the making videos and making podcasts and you're like there's a little bit of tightness yeah like, dude i i sit back and i watch like people like fumble through a couple minutes or whatever and i'm like what are you worried you guys are already funny you guys already have the hard part done yeah, but we're so self-critical and we're so used to line laugh, line laugh in front of a live audience. Mm -hmm. If it's anything but that, I'm dying. <laughs> like when well, I that's why you got your boy. What's it, Dolph Lundgren? Yeah. What's your name again? <laughs> yeah, Chris, Chris Lundgren. Chris Lundgren. He it's laughs Chris at everything London. you say. <laughs> London. Oh, London. L just why don't you correct me before? <laughs> L-U-N-D. Chris Lund. Oh, London. But I called him Lundgren for a decade on accident. Sure. And he thought it was a joke. And then I called you something completely different. London. <laughs> you sure. called him the city. I apologize. <laughs> no worries. It's okay. See, now I need Plants. help. Plants. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what it's normally like? Yeah. Okay. Anytime Great. I hit a law, I just look at a plant and go, plants. I thought there would be more plants in here. Did you see how many I had outside? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you see the Those ones on the great. shelves and in the bathroom? No, I didn't look around. In then the don't you judge. I know. I'm sorry. It's all right. I also had to get rid of half of them. It was getting really bad. And my right. neighbors were like, I can't thing. walk. <laughs> Why? It, it was too much. It You're was, blocking was, the fire. I, you got 37 <laughs> fucking plants. It's like, give some away, buddy. That's nice, though. I wonder what that says about your personality that you're always taking care of these take plants. I love to take care of plants. They're so yeah. pretty. You would be a good boyfriend. Yeah. 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 Do you want to be my boyfriend? <laughs> no. I just lost you no. 50 fucking, <laughs> fucking homo. I'm going to unfollow him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holy Fucking shit, homophobic, hateful people. It's 2019. Go suck a dick. So you hosted two shows last night, and one went well and one went not well. Yeah, in that order. What are you doing tonight? Uh, fucking nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no spots to make me feel better. Well, what are you going to do? Me personally? No, I was a figure <laughs> of speech. <laughs> Where's the next place you're traveling to? I'm going to Springfield, Massachusetts. Oh, that's where Basketball Hall of Fame is. Is it? Yeah. I'm not a fan of basketball. Doesn't matter. It's a fun building. Go I'm going to stay inside my room the whole <laughs> yeah. time. All right, never mind. So I'm, I'll be in Springfield, Massachusetts, uh, the 15th and 16th. I'm pretty sure I didn't say Massachusetts. Oh, yet. I'm going to be there on the 17th. So I, I have a show on the 17th. I will With be Elliot. in Boston on the 16th. Hey, I'm going I'm to stop by. Yeah, do I'll it. Give me a guest spot. Okay. You got to talk right. to Elliot about that shit. Well, you know I'll That's, text him right now. I'll Maybe try. after the podcast, sir. We're fucking filming. Oh, we're still filming? <laughs> All right. Do what you got to do. Give me a guest spot live on TV. I was going to try to do <laughs> fun uh, call-in content. You don't want fun call-in content on your show? Sure. Never done it. I'm nervous. You know what's fun about this is I know there are no spots left on the show, and it was real hard to get my buddy to host, so this is going to be impossible. So, like, I already know the answer. Don't tell him why. Then I'm listening. Oh, no, I'm going to tell him. Oh, yeah. Hey, Mike. Hey, Elliot. Oh, what's up, everyone? All my friends are on the phone at once. You're on a podcast right now. I'm on Craig Conan's podcast. Oh, cool. Um, I was Hi, just Craig. wondering. Uh, hey, Elliot. He's going to be in Boston on the 15th and 16th and 17th. And I was just wondering if we can get him a guest spot on the show. Um, yeah, probably. I do 10 minutes. 
Okay, cool. Oh, wow. I did not think it was going to go that way. <laughs> to be honest, I didn't think it was going to go that way either, but we figured, hey, no, we reach know, out. I, I don't, I'm trying to do all new material, and I can't think of jack shit, so it just means I get to do less. That's cool. Well, Craig will either do 10 minutes or sell you 15 minutes of his material. No, no. I'll, I'll just do the 10 minutes. <laughs> I'll just do the 10 minutes. <laughs> all right. Thanks, Elliot. That's very thanks, generous. Thanks, Elliot Morgan. I love um, you. Craig, I also think you're hilarious, I, and I, I'm so on. I'm so excited for you to be on the show. I'm and then hang out in Boston. Uh, I'm actually the guest on this podcast, so I'll be doing all the friends stuff. Craig, what's up with you? Like, how's life going? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Elliot, I'll have you on my podcast next week. Thank you. Hi, Craig and Mike. Who's that? Hi, Steve. Oh, hi, Steve. Hey, Steve. I'm gonna go now. Okay, bye. bye. Well, that went well. That's how easy it is to do comedy. If you're sitting at home being like, it's not that easy. <laughs> you you are lobbing me up. You're just a good host. Hell yeah, man. Or guest. <laughs> Don't yes. forget it. Yes. <laughs> I just took over hosting your. <laughs> Welcome to community service with Mike Falzone. Uh, who made your your emblem thing? Your podcast. <laughs> your podcast. Oh, I was looking at my ceiling. I was like, "What are who you talking?" Who made your ceiling? I who legitimately, I was like, "There's no crown molding in here." I don't know <laughs> who designed this place. Cesar um, Chavez, Eric J. Friedman, and Tony Solano. They were guests on uh, episode four, and they make cartoons, and they're both comics and oh, good nice, guys. Man. And they they're awesome people, and they made my shit. I like it. Wait, uh, you lobbed me up, and then now it's gone. Yeah. What was it? Oh, you uh. It, you said comedy's that easy. So I re- yeah, yeah, yeah. I recently spoke at Cool Beans Comedy. Uh, it's a it's a stand up university or class at the Ice House with uh, Matthew Moore and Corey Craig. They're awesome human beings, awesome funny people, mm-hmm. and uh, it's all brand new comics. And I just I don't know what I went in there with. I just was like I want to be real to these people and realistic and tell them about it. And then after it was all said and done, I was like, Oh no, did it, was I too dark and just made everybody suicidal? <laughs> what did you say? Cause I just was, too, I was like, look, motherfuckers, like here's what's going to happen. You're going to suck for a long time. Like scared straight, but with jokes. Yeah. I was like, you're going to suck for a long time and you're not going to get anything for years, years, you know, two years to, Eight years, and I'm not kidding. <laughs> but then you'll get good, and then you'll get stuff. And I basically said, if it's not in your blood, if it's not in your DNA, if it's not something that your heart and your mind, body, and soul want to do, don't do it. It's too hard, mm-hmm. and there's if you too much just depression yeah, and negativity, yeah. and you hang. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's not. It sounds so crazy, but I'm I'm serious. It's not for the faint. If it's not in your fucking soul. Do something else because it is a rough road. It's yeah, a lonely road. Even if you get a girlfriend, you have your heart and your rock and your support. You got to leave her yeah. all the time and go hang out at a club while you got your beautiful woman lying in your bed. And then and she realizes how beautiful she is and she leaves, leaves you. <laughs> yeah. And you, you could just straight up uh, just it's just it's just it's a rough path. And I, I basically stressed on that and not like. You can do yeah. it. <laughs> you should have done that thing where, like, look to your left, look to your right. None of the people you just saw will make it. <laughs> yeah. And I, I'm afraid I was, like, too real. I just wanted that because, like, no, I didn't want to kill their that, hope, man. but I wanted them to know what really is in store yeah. for them. And then after I left, I was like, oh, boy, did I just make their whole class quit comedy? Dude, I picture you being halfway out the door after your speech and then coming back in <laughs> being like, I know some of you are thinking, but not me, especially you. <laughs> and then you leave. <laughs> yeah, you suck. <laughs> I've seen all of you. <laughs> no, people need to know how, how tough it is, but I never try to discourage anyone from like yeah, I, trying it. I wanted to... Because you take yourself out of it eventually. I wanted to say, like, with all that being said, like... You will get funny and you will get stuff and you will make it. It just takes a really long fucking time. Yeah. I mean, you if two years, if you're lucky and people think two years is the long time, that's the shortest fucking path ever. Mm-hmm. Nobody just makes it. Yeah. Dude, I just met somebody who had been. I'll take it from here. I just met somebody who has been. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> he was doing it for like six weeks and he has the best mindset. I've ever heard from somebody who's like just starting. 
He's like, I'll take whatever I can get. I, a lot of people like scoffing at me for doing bringer shows and stuff like that. But I figure since, you know, if it's between doing a bringer show and not having anything to do that night, like I'm going to do the bringer show and I'm trying to get up every night. And he had like a little calendar and he was marking off days. I was like, dude, good it's a great shit. mentality. I, I told the class I was very uh, bringer shows. For those of you that don't know, it's it's when you're a brand new comic, they're kind of can be shitty shows, can be amazing shows too. Mm-hmm. But uh, you're, it's usually a lot of brand new comedians and they're called bringer because you're responsible for bringing the audience. And that's how you get your stage time. You want five minutes, bring five people or whatever, uh, whatever the scenario may be. And I told the class like, yo, there's bringer shows and a lot of comics talk mad shit about them. But if you, you're brand new, those are your only option for a real show. Otherwise, you're in fucking open mic purgatory for two to six years, which That's also is good. awful, you know, yeah. in L.A. especially. It's a time suck, too. Like, I admire the people who go all the time for sure, but it's like it's all about where you are at your stage in your life. Like, when I moved here, I had a long-term girlfriend. We got married. Like, especially since I was married, I'm like, I can't go sit at an open mic for three hours where I might get up. Yeah. I love my wife. Yeah. And I don't get to see her as it is. Yeah. And that's why you're a shitty comic. Thank you so much. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm I'm the funniest (laughs) husband. (laughs) He's a great husband. I have another guy who comes over and colds open before I uh, come home. Just kidding. He's a great guy. Great funny (laughs) comic. I didn't mean it. I can't even commit to insult bits. I'm like, I'm sorry. You can't. You'll me? get to that point. He I'll, sucks. Dude, come. <laughs> every time you see me at the comedy store, be like, I'm hack. that guy. <laughs> start saying the worst shit. See, open like, up with no, hack. Reel it back. Reel it back. You're like, <laughs> that guy steals jokes. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no. Call me a bitch or something. Call me a bitch. In front of Tom Segura and Tanel Rawlings. He's worse than me. They're <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> nah, we, we saw. We saw. <laughs> so yeah, my advice to any new comic, if you're listening, do bringer shows and open mics. You know, do it all. Do yeah. whatever the fuck is there and just uh, be, just keep your head down and work on being funny up, you know. Who Most, said the calendar thing? Was that a Jerry Seinfeld thing? I've been trying to figure yeah, this out. Yeah, so it was known to be a Jerry Seinfeld thing, but then I read an article. And he's like, "That's not true. I never said that." But who cares? Whoever said it, it gets just a credit on the calendar. You you write down a little X of uh, for every day you've done something comedy. Done something comedy, or, even if it's just like hanging out at the club or going to open mic or whatever. Just make a mark. So and you then, see all the X's in a row, and then if you see one empty, you don't want to see that. So you kind of just keep the the pattern going yeah, yeah, yeah i uh i i <laughs> i where you at host where you at i'm dying I wanted here to experience one of the oh, walls man. with you usually there's, a, usually there's a lot of those and they're yeah. right off the gate do you, you know? not invite anyone you like on the podcast <laughs> i like everybody <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> Holy shit, man! Wait, because I always what happens this is this is also a very unnatural way to have a conversation sitting <laughs> facing the same way. Like we're sitting at the. What are you talking about? Everybody talks staring into a GoPro and a stranger. <laughs> it's like we Isn't should only be talking to you. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's what it feels the like. Only thing that makes sense because <laughs> this is no good. This is like we're both waiting for the dentist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, what happens is when I get lost in my mind is a lot of things, but like I'll, I'll we'll be in conversation. I'll be like, "Ooh, here's a good route to go. Talk about that." And then a nanosecond goes by, and I forget what that is. And then I go in my head and go, "What the fuck was I going to say?" Yeah, it was something to new comics. Oh yeah, focus on being funny first and foremost. Don't focus on your fucking headshot. You know, like oh, too yeah. many people are worried about the website and the look and the glasses and the shut the fuck up and get funny, motherfucker. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Get funny and then the rest will come. Yeah, that's foremost. No, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was gonna. I was gonna that. say first and foremost. Say <laughs> focus on the funny, but just. <laughs> Ratted foremost, <laughs> but I think you kind of understood what I was trying to I say. I understood right? totally, yeah, and yeah, I was yeah. gonna, I was trying to tag on that, and I, uh, mm. I couldn't because it was that's wonderful advice. I'm but a, a lot of people, man. it's like <laughs> you would be like the skinniest caveman. Hey, right? Cavemen I could, are I could like, get through the narrow rocks. <laughs> yeah. <you know? laughs> hey, nobody could fit through this rock sliver. You drop up stare. the narrow caveman. <laughs> <laughs> the narrow caveman. That's me. <laughs> the guy called the narrow caveman. Um, but yeah, man, I uh 
Why is he holding a plant? <laughs> <laughs> Why is he pricing stuff hey, out? We're caving. It's a snake plant. It can fit. <laughs> it can fit its narrow too. That's good. That's also uh, find your niche if you're a new comedian. If you're Frederick guy. Nietzsche. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a guy, right? He's a philosopher. Is it Frederick? Fr- it's Froderick. Froderick Nietzsche. I forgot. He's uh, like a roomie, you know, right? Yeah. A poet. A roomie? Philosopher. I think that's right. Same shit. Like he lives with other poets. I'm a poet. I wrote (laughs) one poem in my life. Yeah? I used to do it on stage. It used to kill. I don't know why I stopped doing it. What is it about? uh, It's a true story. So I was was laying in bed. I don't know how to do this right now. So I... uh, (laughs) So... I'll just do the poem and then I'll tell you the story. Good. I w- I w- I w- <laughs> I, uh, I, I gotta remember the poem. Hang on. I was I was I shaved I shaved my balls before the earthquake. I was rubbing them when it happened. My balls caused the earthquake. <laughs> Is that a haiku? Yeah, that's a motherfucking haiku. <laughs> That's what I used to I say on stage. But I used balls. to say like, "Hey, you guys want to hear a poem I wrote?" <laughs> and then I and then I had a little notebook and it was written out because I I forget it, but I remembered it. And then I would read it, and then they would kind of laugh and also look at me like, <laughs> "What the <laughs> fuck are you?" But no matter what, I would always say, "That's a motherfucking haiku, bitches!" And then that would get Hell a big yeah. laugh. Yeah, yeah. And then thank uh, you. Good night. This is a true story. I I lived in this brick building, very unsafe. Built in the 20s, and this fucking earthquake just shook the whole building. Oh, no. And I just shaved my nutsack with Dr. Bronner's peppermint hemp oil soak because I like to feel the burn and feel alive. I love it. Four ninety nine. Four ninety nine. Twelve ninety nine. And then uh, <laughs> so I shaved my nuts, and then I was laying in bed rubbing my smooth fucking nutsack. Cool hell yeah. And then this massive earthquake happened, and just I fucking tumbled all over the bed. You sh- You bicked your nutsack. I bicked my nutsack. Can I say something? Hmm? That's insane. I know. I stopped doing it. That's insane. Have you ever had an accident? Yeah, I cut my nuts at least a dozen uh. times. That's. But I ain't no bitch. I go back for so more. So after like the <laughs> second time you cut your nuts with a razor, you were like, I'm going to do this 14 to 13 more times. <laughs> yeah, I just did it maybe a couple months ago and I nicked my nutsack and it hurt for about two you weeks. You leave the hair everywhere else, but you shave your nutsack no, completely. I trim. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want bush city. I don't want, nobody wants a bush. I keep it trimmed. Yeah, that's uh, that's nice of you. Yeah. To bick your we both that's know so, what that's you so have, dangerous. Bush City over Hell here. Hell yeah, I got Bush, Bush League. player. <laughs> yeah, I'm playing double-A ball back here, player. Remember when I said he was a great husband? I take that back. Poor <laughs> <laughs> wife. Funny husband, not a great husband. Oh. Wait, what were we talking about? Oh, but and then I was rubbing them when the earthquake happened. <laughs> yeah, we'll I help. said that mighty weird, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you said it how you felt it. And then, and then uh, in my head... I thought like I should really get out of this building and go outside because it was pretty substantial and it's a brick building and and, and it's been through some damage already <laughs> and it, and then and then I was like eh and I just laid there naked rubbing my nuts and uh, I got a poem <laughs> out of it. Yeah. <laughs> you got a closer out of it. Yeah, that's nice. That's worth putting yourself at great physical danger. Do you do what's the longest you do? Do you do an hour anywhere? I have a handful of times, like maybe three times. Uh, I haven't really, uh, for for those of you that don't know, in Los Angeles, long sets don't really exist. Mm. Uh, not even for you famous fucks, a little bit, but uh, that's just there's too many comics in Los Angeles. This is where I came up, and so I've never really had too many opportunities, but I have done long sets in like San Diego and, and Arizona and, you know, anywhere not L.A. Mm-hmm. And so... Uh, but that's the uh, uh, part of my career that I'm going to tackle right now. I'm going to start doing nice. running my hour and touring and whatnot. You ever talk to Jesus about writing an hour? Jesus Trejo? I love Jesus Trejo. Everyone loves Jesus He's Trejo. He's the fucking man, dude. He's, He's the so best. funny. He's the best person that I know of, aside yeah. from Zoya. Zoya's the shit. But Jesus is like, that's my wife. Oh, yeah. Zoya, I knew that. I'm a very funny <laughs> husband. And but Jesus is like has the best heart of anyone, and he'll always help out yeah. anyone. That's where I was getting. With yeah, he he, like he does minutes. help out anyone. He'll talk to some sh- 
some people and I want to be like, hey, they're not funny. <laughs> <laughs> You're wasting your time. He doesn't care about that. Like, no, he oh, doesn't. He's nice. a genuine nice person. <laughs> they give good hugs. Yeah, I had him on a, a Moose Lodge show. Moose Lodge show. What is that? I produce. The show you have at the, no, the I, Simpsons? Then my the dad just kept bugging me. He's like, <laughs> you got to do a show at my bar. My dad's been a member at the Moose Lodge for 35 fucking Hell years. Yeah. Uh, Come see my boy and his shaved nuts jokes. Yeah. <laughs> and he just kept bugging me. I was like, I don't want it because I'm going to know 75% of the audience. It's at a moose lodge. We're on your territory. Everybody's shit face. Nobody has all their teeth. They're a little <laughs> bit racist or a little <laughs> bit Mexican. It's like, it's just like, it's just a weird show. Everyone gets shit faced mm-hmm. there. And then, anyways, I had him on that show and he fucking crushed. My family still talks about him. Nice. We're like, yeah. Everybody loves him. But he was talking about you write, try to write one joke a day, and then you have five minutes at the end of every week, and then by the end of the year, you have an hour. That's too much the work. Math, the math works out, but he does it. That's <laughs> the way he does it. <laughs> it's very admirable the way he, he is works. Latino. That's too much work. <laughs> <laughs> He's Mexican. His uh, family grew up in the same hood my family grew up. Mm-hmm. Wilmas, Eastside, son. Wilmington is very ghetto, and uh, my mom and aunt still live there. Yeah. My cousin's all gangbang from there, and he uh, his family still lives there, so we have that Wilmington bond, and we talk about tacos from Wilmington. That's fun. Are they very different from tacos in L.A.? You know what's surprise? Wilmington does not have that much mm. good Mexican food, and I know I look like this saying that, but I'm spoiled. My grandma was straight from <laughs> Chihuahua, and I had the best fucking chili verde oh, dude, tamales had italian and, oh, food in a restaurant that was better than what my italian grandma could nobody make. does yeah so my bar is so fucking high so even tacos in wilmington there's like two spots and i'm like yeah the rest or whatever i fart hell yeah hell yeah that was <laughs> muffled but i liked it can i ask you a question are uh uh crispy tacos a white person thing white people did that i don't no, but I enjoy them. Me too. And then I felt bad recently for enjoying them because somebody was like, that's the whitest shit. Come on, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> I ate silly last night. Like you, fart, <laughs> you didn't bury it deep enough if it's creeping up the front side. <laughs> you just swing it at me? <laughs> Fucking... I don't like no, this podcast. I don't, podcast. Smell. I don't the like this just podcast anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Holy shit! Um. <laughs> oh man! I'm not helping you out of this one. Yeah, I'm dying here, buddy. <laughs> Where are you? Ah, <laughs> oh, Kirkland. Was that all you had to talk to me about? You have you have three notes written on this paper, and one says "bomb," and it has a frowny face, and then "gay post." We did that. What is going and to cold and lose followers? Well, that was yeah, yeah, yeah. That was one. What is going to cold mean? I was going to Boston. We covered that too. I've never been to the cold. I'm really scared. Cold, you you call it the cold. <laughs> it's very Game of Thrones. I've never I've <laughs> never been to the cold. It's good, man. Boston's Ever in my life? I mean, like I know I in my life I've been to Big Bear, but that doesn't count. It's like sixty. Have you never been to the Northeast? Like Not in uh, a winter. Sure. I almost said summer. <laughs> no, no. Not in summer. You know how it's so cold in the summer? <laughs> you know. Uh, dude, I, I lived in Everett, Massachusetts for a little while, which is like 15 minutes away from Boston. And there was uh, a big snowstorm one day. There were like seven foot snow drifts. And somebody got killed in the house across from us in a crazy blizzard like that. Imagine how by much you cold. have to kill someone. No, by a knife or some shit. Oh, like by a knife. Murder, they got murked. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, you got to murder someone a, a, a lot to murder someone in seven-foot snowdrifts. Because you're not getting away either, right? Because footprints. Oh, you got to hate that person. Yeah. Must, 100%. Must have been a bad comic. Or they... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can't hate bad comedians. I know. I don't know. I was looking for a punchline. That's what popped in my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm scared of the cold. And why do people murder people? I don't know, man. It seems like a lot of it seems like a lot of work to murder someone. Yeah. Especially if you if you don't want to get caught, it seems like too much work. I would rather deal with my but, own shit hating somebody else. Yeah, just move away from the person you want to murder. If you yeah. want to murder somebody, just move. Yeah, or wait till it's warmer. 
Yeah. <laughs> go to the beach. You probably won't want to murder anymore. It's pretty hard to murder after looking at the ocean. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. I've been doing this thing recently when I get annoyed with people. I've been like convincing myself that they're on their own. They're just at a different point in their own path. And if I think about that for like five minutes, it helps me not really be mad at anyone for anything. Yeah, you know what helps me not think about uh, other people rubbing CBD oil <laughs> on my nutsack? <laughs> wow! I like how it's the only place you put it now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the old CBD ball sack. Hell I wrote yeah, something else here. Give me somebody's notes from another episode. See if I can answer. I there never has been. (laughs) I have legitimately busted out pen and paper, and it's blank in front of me. And I was like, "Well, that's." Do you want to do that one, or do you want to talk about something else? That's fine. I just uh, hmm. no focus (laughs) on your doing something that you love. That's nice. I wrote that before. Speaking of cool beans, I wrote wrote that right before the old uh, (laughs) nut rubbing time. The old nut rubbers. Uh, So what did you mean by that? I meant to focus on that. Focus on you're doing something that you love before my speech at Cool Beans Comedy, Mm. university class, whatever. And I did not. I did not. And I really wish I had that note in front of me. Do you think maybe I did by the very end of it? Like, do you still think you were like too harsh with them? Do you think you bummed them out? Maybe, Uh maybe. But I did. I did say uh, harsh realities of the comedy scene when starting out. Yeah. So I wasn't like I was saying, don't do it. I was just saying, here's what you're legitimately you're going to get and expect. So I just didn't want them walking into it with high hopes. But at the end of the day, after all that real shit reality, I wanted to say, just focus on you're doing something that you love, which is a win in this world. And I don't think that I said that. You're like, (laughs) I could go as dark as I want. And then at the very end, I'll save it. Yeah. With this one, as long as I say this, <laughs> this one thing, I'll save it. I can go as because bleak as I want. At the end of the day, we are doing <laughs> something that we love yeah. to do. Yeah, yeah. I love to make people laugh, and that's why I got in this. And I need to do it. I need it for my health. And I'm glad uh, something that I need is also good for others. You know, mm-hmm. and and. Uh, and I bombed last night real bad. <laughs> <laughs> and I hate myself. No, man. No. It happens. It Think about it. I legitimately. So here's our two different experiences last night. You had a good time and then a terrible time. And I was uh, I was taking pictures for Jeremiah. So I was at the comedy store and I was looking through my phone and I saw that you were hosting on two shows. And my only thought was like, yeah, Craig has two shows tonight. At the improv, and I was all happy for you. Well, so different perspectives. Well, thanks. You know? You're a good, sweet guy because I guaranteed other comics saw that he's hosting. <laughs> Why am I not hosting? I deserve That's it. Such an exhausting more. way to I've be. I've been man. on MTV one more time <laughs> than him. I'm funnier by this much. That's no good. I don't get the super competitive. I thing. started one week before. <laughs> <Yeah>. him. <laughs> Keep your head down. Keep your blinders on. Focus on your career. Yeah, man. That's what's cool about... Sorry, that was, was that the fly there. Yeah. Uh, that's what's cool about stand-up is it has nothing to do with anybody else, right? Yeah. Yes. All right, that's our show. I think we're getting there. <laughs> oh, have you shit your pants in recent time or you have an epic shit story where you farted oh, and like squirted? Yeah, <laughs> I always, I, uh, that's, you gotta have a little, okay. where you maybe like <laughs> accidentally squirted in front of your wife out the back end and you're like, I'm sorry. I feel like you want this to happen more than it actually happened. Um, what? Like you want, you want me to have a story that I, I you shit accidentally, in front of my wife. Yeah, because it's, it's like, it adds a whole nother level of more embarrassing. It doesn't have to be. I Last just, time I shit my pants. Your most funniest poopy the pants story. The the only time I legitimately straight up shit my pants is when I was like I had the flu in high school and I was throwing up in a bucket. See, it's not fun. I don't shit, I don't shit my I keep my shit on on lock. 
<laughs> All right, go ahead, finish it. It's you were sick, so it's not. No, a, you know how boring it is no, by the ending of it. All right, so I was sick. It. I was thrown up in a bucket on the couch, and I, I also I shit the same time as I was throwing up, so simultaneously. So from the side. I must have looked beautiful, <laughs> like a terrible fountain. You shit. We were uh, sh- on the couch shitting in. The- I diarrhea a diarrhea humble brag into my boxers at the same time where I was Puking projectile into vomiting into a bucket. So I'm That's saying, if I was naked and like spinning around, <laughs> that would have been fucking awesome. Good. I got a good voicemail from Alexa. And uh, Alexa calls you. <laughs> yeah, that's her name. That's tough, so long. Tough break. It's uh, yeah. Alexa running her hour and your voicemail. I'll uh, fast forward it because she... I was thinking of the robot. Were you thinking yeah. of the robot? And then they come back to Marcus's house, and since him and Alexa have had things on and off, I guess like things are going well for the night. And they'd be like, Marcus is about to get lucky, right? <laughs> you know this person? Um, we'll edit that part out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sorry, Alexa. Your voice was too long. This She sent this epic story where her brother was on a date and... Um, with his girl, whatever, and they're, uh, it, it comes time for them to have sex, and uh, everything's good, and the girl's excited, he's excited, and the girl jumps into the bed and um, starts screaming and running around, and his uh, like Doberman Pinscher, was a big dog, or maybe Rottweiler, <laughs> diarrhea all over the bed. <laughs> And this nobody knew, and this girl dove into it face first, and literally got shit faced. Oh damn! Shit all over her face, and started screaming. And the guy's drunk because they were drinking, and and he's like laughing. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I thought that was a pretty cool story that I tried to share, but Alexa, you left too long of a voicemail, and now I'm gonna have to edit my. Podcast. I've never, you know, how when it's transcribed, you could see everything. I know I should have so much. There were pages and pages. See, Imagine I how good up. of a story. See, if I was, was prepared, I would have been like, okay, started at two minutes and yeah. twelve seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was like, I'll just wing it, yeah. and uh, that's been the that's story of my lesson. life. And I don't have to... a kitchen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for anyone who wants to be a podcast host, you're going to be that's bad for fucker. a long time. Yeah, and don't get too <laughs> discouraged, but focus on doing what you love. <laughs> so keep uh, sending in your shit stories and uh, and party stories, and you know, if you're going to hook up with a woman, maybe check the bed. Uh, for your dog's diarrhea first. Oh my! Sweet so goodness. the poor girl doesn't get. She, that's a double loss. She's getting pink eye. You're not getting laid, dude. Imagine that's a bad day. The, it's a the bad day. emotional state and the mental state you got to be in to be like in a couple seconds we're gonna have sex. That's the next thing that's gonna happen in my life. And you're so excited about it that <laughs> you fucking you take a running jump into a bed and then you're covered in shit. <laughs> that's crazy. I'm, what an unexpected Imagine being time. the guy too and being going. My, I don't know about you, but my first thought was like, God damn it, I'm not gonna get <laughs> laid anymore. <laughs> Run into the shower, see if it comes off immediately in the shower. <laughs> and the difference between a guy and a girl. Like, you know they didn't have sex after that. Yeah. But if the guy dove face first in shit, he'd be like, give me one minute. <laughs> oh, <laughs> instantly. And he'd be right back with the his next dick hard, the light. little fucking poop mole on his <laughs> yeah. nose still because yeah. he's in such a rush Dude, to fuck still. If that was me and I was covered in shit, a goose of gloom, I was I was from head to toe. A goose have some room for later. <laughs> if I was covered in shit Best. like that, I just would have shut off the light and just been like real still. And hope that she didn't notice until it happened. I would have washed it off. Sure, if you have time. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> no. I mean, I still would have gone back a million percent, but I would have uh, splashed my face. <laughs> yeah, clean your face. A little soapy water. <laughs> huh? There's still shit all over your knees and stuff like that. But Leave the shit on my nipples. <laughs> just the face. <laughs> Ooh, what is this, fondue? <laughs> this is nice. You got a nice place. Thanks, man. <laughs> 
right. I think that was good, man. I think we're matching. Good. I just need to go get some tattoos and grow I my forgot beard that out. We... You just need to shave your nutsack yeah. and rub some <laughs> CBDs and wrong. we'll be soulmates. You're not wrong. Move over, wife. Craig's in town. <laughs> wife. I call her wife. <laughs> Move over, girl foul zone. <laughs> Zoya. Zoya. Yeah. Zoya. Zoya. I met her only once in my defense. And look at me. Do you expect me to have a good memory? Uh-uh. I Zoya. I'm psyched that sweetheart. you remembered my name and we've hung out several times. <laughs> <My household. laughs> Thank you for having me on your show, man. My You're guest, real nice. My foul zone. You I guys already him. know this because you watch the show and you like Craig, but he's a, one of the nicest comedians in the world. So lessons of the day, if you're a comic, just keep your head down, keep doing it. It'll get better. It might just take eight to ten years, two yeah. years if you're lucky. Don't be a piece uh, of shit on the way. Don't be a piece of shit. Be a kind, nice soul. Don't dive into a bed. You might get diarrhea on your face. Um, don't be <laughs> a hateful, homophobic uh, person. Yeah, and if you are, I'll come fuck you. yeah and if you are you're probably gay (laughs) and you're just bottling it up this is nice study show this is nice (laughs) and i love you all thank you for listening like subscribe tag me help me get a kitchen i love you all have a good evening